Hey, thanks for tuning in to In the Driver's Seat with ABS. This episode was filmed prior to Jay's accident, therefore it is not a topic of conversation in the episode, but Jay is doing great and thanks you for all your well wishes. We hope you enjoy this special episode and happy holidays. All right, go ahead. Look at this. We got the clipboard thing. <laughs> the clipboard. What is that actually called? Slate. The slate? slate yeah. uh, the chalkboard. I'm not in the union, I don't know. <laughs> now being that I'm a union guy. Welcome back to another episode of In the Driver's Seat with ABS. We have a very special guest today, Mr. Jay Leno. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes, very special. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Thanks. We just finished our 2022 Audrain Con- Aud- <sighs> We just finished our 2022 Audrain Newport Concours in Motor Week. The three of us, four of us had a very busy week, a lot of events, and I think the event was a great success. Jay, you've been here since. Yeah, I thought it was great too. You know, the British had a great saying back in the thirties, the right crowd with no crowding. And that's what you get here. You know, sometimes I go to Pebble and it's hours to move. Really? I mean, like the, the quail is like three and a half miles from the hotel and it's a two hour drive. You're just in bumper to bumper traffic. I mean, that of course the success of the event, it's just, too crowded. I mean, you, you you literally can't get anywhere. This was, it's it's there's maybe three or four thousand people on the field, but there's still enough space. You can walk around the cars and talk to the owners. And yeah, I, I find it. Uh, I really enjoy it. It's, it's a fun event, and it's and there's stuff for spouses and non-car people to do as well. Yeah. You know, there's the mansion tour and there's shopping. You go to the car show. Oh, great, thank you. You know, get rid of those people. So you're just talking to car people all the time. You know? Yeah. So um, you've you've played an integral role in the growth and um, formation of this concours as the chairman, as you call yourself. <laughs> I, I don't call myself that, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. The chairman. I'm in a chair. I'm a man. I'm the chairman. Um, how you know this is our third year of putting it on? What do you think the growth has been like since? Well, I the think first? the growth has been terrific, especially in getting younger people here. It's not a bunch of the council of elders deciding what is right for somebody else. Uh, I mean, it's fun to come and see cars that I don't consider a collector car, not because they're not good or anything. I just didn't experience them. I didn't drive one in high school. It's moved on. I mean, it, it's, yeah. I like the cars of my era, and people should like the cars of their era. So it, it's fun, and I learn a lot, too, when I come to these sort of young-timer events and go, yeah. You know, I never appreciated a Honda Accord. To me, it was always a car. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a good car. Yeah, I need a second car. It's a good car. But the driving, the handling, the way they perform, uh, it, it has a whole different meaning to somebody who's, that's their first car. They learned on a car. Mm-hmm. And that's that's their point of reference all the yeah. time. You know? yeah. And I think the idea, the, the class that you came up with, with the 30 under 30 for us has been... Uh, a brilliant success and it's really cool especially you know i was driving and i uh we're running around on saturday and i drove past the the tour in the rain and you know you see duesenbergs you see bugattis you see um the most spectacular cars in the world but you also see 944s right right you see the, the group of you know younger folks who were you know maybe intimidated by uh other car shows that are put on but are very much welcomed here and are a part of 
you know the, the, the yeah. crowd if that makes sense yeah yeah i mean it's a bit like uh girls scream for frank sinatra and then suddenly they're screaming for elvis presley and it was like oh hey wait a minute no it, it's it just moves on then it goes to the beatles and it goes to whoever then it goes to rap music you know it's like i always say it's like rap and rock and roll they're both music i don't i hate rap i hate rock and roll fine but they're both music you right. listen to the one you like right. don't worry about it right. it's like people are like, oh, i hate electric cars i don't want yeah <laughs> well, why do you hate them so don't drive one but if yeah. there's a young person who's perhaps not interested in mechanics and getting their hands dirty and enjoy working with the electronic features of performing making a car perform well that's fine it's just it's just another avenue to yeah. worry about right it. Yeah. right and jay that's one thing we focus on at the museum here a lot it's not about one certain genre of cars but all car people are car people right and for us the 30 under 30 is a way obviously to get uh the young folks involved in the concord world um, how do you see concours like this evolving in the future with cars like this coming into the scene? Well, it's fun. I mean, I've lived long enough now to see cars get popular and then lose interest again. I mean, probably 15 years ago was the height of the 57 Chevy craze. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, mm -hmm. yeah. people don't understand. Uh, GM stuck fins on the 56 Chevy because they're getting their butt kicked by Chrysler and everybody else. Says, Let's put fins on it. And Ford still outsold the 57 Chevy four or five to one. Oh, wow. The Ford was way, you don't see any 57 Fords around, but they were way more popular in terms of the public. But then when those became used cars, like when I was in high school, those were 10 year old cars and those were just what people are buying. So all those guys are just 60, 70, even 80 now, who to them, the pinnacle is the 57 Chevy. But to another whole generation, it doesn't mean any, what? It's just a big clumsy car with <laughs> yeah. drum brakes and no ABS and no power steering, and, you know. So yeah, it's all what you grew up with. Yeah. Um, well, we, we've had a good time putting these on, Jay, and you know, we've always appreciated having you around. Um, but you mentioned earlier, you know, this event, it's, there's some sort of, there's a feeling of access, there's a feeling of comfort here, you're not stuffed. What you mentioned, you know, there's free events for everybody. What to you makes Audrain different from these other events? Well, I, I think the focusing on the young people is interesting. You know, one thing I notice whenever I take my Kuntash to a car show, little kids that come over and I always let them sit in it. Of course, mm -hmm. yeah. And now I'm meeting guys in their 40s. Guys, you remember me? You let me see the car when I was five and they have a picture of them <laughs> yeah, sitting yeah. in my car yeah. and it really makes me laugh. Yeah. And oh, they want a Kuntash because they got, they got this sit in one. Yeah. I hate going to car yeah. shows and this time. Don't approach this car unless you're nude or, you know, all these stupid signs <laughs> ever. Keep back. This is a collector. No, shut up. Yeah. It's just a car. You know, I always let kids sit in the car, mm -hmm. get, grab the wheel. Yeah. And it yeah. really made, it made an impression on me when I was uh, nine years old. Yeah. There was a guy down the street who, uh, who had a, a, a 54 Jaguar, a 51 Jaguar, mm -hmm. XK120. Yeah. I remember I wrote him, and he said, and he was some old guy, you know. Uh -huh. So he called, you want to sit in it? Yeah, okay, let me sit in it and all this kind of stuff, you know. So one day I get a letter from a guy and say, and I had told this story yeah. on TV a number yeah. of times. Hey, you know that guy who uh, let you sit in the car? He's still alive. He's still alive. I mean, he must be 110. How old can he be? Well, when I was nine, he was only 23, but I thought, <laughs> I thought, he, was, I thought he was 50. Yeah, you yeah. Know, when you're yeah, a kid. No, yeah. and, and I went to see him. 
only a few years older than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he still has a car. That, wow, that's wow, what I wow. love about New England. Yeah. You get, you know, in California, you have a few guys with hundreds of cars. Mm. You come here and you have one guy, one car, or one man, mm -hmm. one woman, whatever you want to say. Yeah. One person, and it's in a modest house and they've taken care of it and cherished it. Mm -hmm. You know, this guy's 51 Jag. The house was built in like 1680, you know, the low, you know, you have to tip, you know, your yeah. head down when you go in and, and it's been in his barn since those days. This wow, guy crazy. still heats his house with wood. Wow. This guy was an Eagle Scout back in the, uh, in the fifties and he chops wood every day to keep his house. You know, what? that old New England, just yeah. hilarious. And yeah. the car is still parked in the same place it was when I saw it in 1959. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. Wow. Hilarious. And I think too, um, you know, I think for us three, we we've had the the unique pleasure of being able to drive a lot of these unique cars in our collection and a lot of people ask me and i know them too what, what's your favorite car to drive How, what, what is it like driving all these cars and you think the the best part would be driving it but like you said my favorite part is sharing yeah. it with people yeah, and sharing experience. it with the kids yeah. because when i was i remember uh you know when i was six years old uh, one of my best friend's dad had a 1963 uh, Corvette convertible yeah. right. and we would, the three, the three of us would <laughs> sit and fit in it and I would beg him <laughs> to let me just even sit in it and drive around. Yeah. And now I get to do that for kids. Yeah. 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 It's, and great it's, fun. Yeah. it's it, it's great fun. It, it does leave an impression on you. Yeah. It just, the car seemed bigger than life yeah. when you're that age. Yeah. yeah. It's just like yeah. this blue, almost like the Viper over yeah. there. And, um, you know, it's something I'll never forget yeah. for the rest of my life. And it's probably, uh, what has made me such a car person. Well, it's, it's funny you say that. One of our, in a weird way, one of our volunteers, uh, John Oliva, has lent me his Lotus Evora for the week. Right. He insisted I take it. I've never driven a car like that. And yesterday I'm driving through town and all the kids are waiting for the bus. And this kid's jumping up and down looking yep. at the car. I give him a couple of revs, give him a beep, and it made his day. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's moments like that that get kids involved with cars. Do you think, Jay, it's really, that's why people are, interested in automobiles for their entire life is it i think it's one of the reasons yeah. i mean when I, I i got a letter once from a kid he was like 12 and jimmy yeah. slano uh i need your help i told all my friends you're my uncle and on weekends <laughs> we would go ride around in your kuntash and all this kind of stuff and uh, they all called me a liar and you know could 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 you maybe pick me up someday and give me a ride to school and your kuntash would drop me off so my friends would know i'm not a liar well i called the kid i said well, first of all, you are a liar. I'm not your uncle. <laughs> I said, let me speak to your parents. And I said, I said, I think it'd be fun to be. So I went and I picked him up, you know. And we wait until the school bus, when just the bus come in, you know. Then the Countach comes in and the door goes up. And the kid, this is Uncle. All right, Timmy, I'll see you after school. Oh, but I realized I... I, I I guess this kid is in a life of crime now. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right, right. But You're I know, I know he's like a Kuntash fan yeah, yeah, forever yeah, now. Yeah. Just based on that one oh, incident. For sure. And That's it was funny. funded. I yeah, mean, it was, it, it was morally, it makes no sense why I'm encouraging this yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, to At least me, he told it, just, them. it seemed reasonably innocent. <laughs> it's right. That's he was funny. so excited right. about the car, you know. Well, and we got a kid who hangs around the museum who's always on a scooter. He's looking in the windows. He's always peeking in the gates at our cars. And I happen to see him at the front gate of the breakers the other day and 
off the record, I happened to slip him a ticket, so he was able to at least walk <laughs> yeah, around all day. Yeah, yeah. And to me, that's it's, a lasting impression. I know, and it's like it's not hard to get yeah. kids, 13, 14 year old kids, in it for life. Oh yeah, it's so. Yeah, I remember seeing my first NSX, and it's like a lasting impression. It was like seeing God in the freaking flesh. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, I like that drug dealer approach to getting people to some cars. Here you go, kid. It's nice handshake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then of course you're their hook for life. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. all about the little things. Mike, you know? yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think for me, um, growing up in a very Italian household, um, my dad was always really into Ferraris and everything. Mm-hmm. And when I was younger like really young, I liked fire trucks. I loved right. fire trucks. And I would beg my parents to bring me to the fire station so I could see the fire truck. And then one day my dad came home with a scale model of a 250 GTO. Right. And I remember thinking, I was probably three or four years old. I'm thinking, well, this is red and fire trucks are also red, <laughs> but this looks way cooler Brilliant. than a fire right, truck. Right, right. And then I was just absolutely hooked for life. And I think yeah. the three of us, we got a lot of this car and motorcycle passion from our fathers. Mm-hmm. And I remember a couple of years ago at Cars and Coffee, there was this probably, I don't know, three or four year old kid and he would run around and his mom would be chasing him all over the place. And he would come up to my Ducati 900 SS, every Cars and Coffee. And he'd be like, you know, getting his fingerprints all over. I mean, I didn't care. Right. But he'd get his fingerprints all over it and he'd be like, oh my God, oh my God. So one day I go, you want to sit on it? And he was like, so I, I picked him up and I put him on the bike and then I started it and he was going, brum, 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 and, I, and I put his hand on the throttle and he was like revving it. And that was the greatest day of his life. And that was mama hates you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, got a little, he's got a little scooter going around. <laughs> yeah, 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 my dad was, my dad didn't really, my dad never understood why you pay more for an old car than a new car. You got a brand new car for that. What, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got a new Cadillac. Why would you buy? Yeah, yeah. just never got it. Never yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think a lot has changed now. I mean, kids are kids. I think because of the internet and because of how companies are pumping out cars. I think kids sixteen, even twelve years old who can't drive are getting into cars more and more. Yeah. Jay, do you see? Do you think the car culture is different now than when you were our age? Like, well, how has it changed? It's different. And when I was a kid, <clears throat> it was the culture. So right. even people who not, knew nothing about cars, right. because the music, 409, little yeah. people sang about cars sure. in the GTO, all these <laughs> yeah. stupid songs. Yeah. Fun, 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 take the T-Bird away, all yeah. that kind of stuff. So they pretended to know cars when right. really they, they mm-hmm. didn't. I find now young people either have no interest or know everything right it's one extreme or the other like everything else in life now Mm. you specialize in one particular thing and so the people i meet that are knowledgeable like mcpherson students boy they know everything yeah yeah Yeah. or they know nothing because you have to understand like when i was a kid there was a great satisfaction you'd buy a car that was broken and you got it to run Mm -hmm. So you always felt that sense of accomplishment that you, yeah, yeah. you could get at home. Right. Modern cars, you really can't fix, especially yeah. on the road. Right. There's no open the hood and there's a big switch and, you know, yeah. there's nothing you can do. You can't replace, a, you know, electronic ECU unit yeah. or right. whatever it is, you know. Uh, so it's a bit discouraging, you know. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you know, when you start out in go-karts and lawnmowers, and oh, okay, I see how this works, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh that sort of seals the deal. So I, I, I see why they there's it's either one extreme or the other. Yeah. That's probably the biggest difference. 
I mean, to me, I was in front of the DMV when I was 15 and three quarters just waiting for, <laughs> yeah. to, for yeah. the Camped clock out. to turn. You know, now I meet kids 22. I'm going to get my license. Maybe next year I'll see what happens. Yeah. Oh, I, to them, it's like, oh, I have to go down there and go take a test. It's too much trouble. <laughs> it, it just strikes me as very funny. Yeah. And I no, think, it is. Yeah, go it, ahead. That, go is, ahead. that is funny, too. Because I, and I think social media has a lot to do with that, too. Because, you know, um, when I was in high school, there was no Instagram or any of that stuff. And... When you saw a unique car, it was a moment, right? Well, it sure. was like, yeah. I can't believe I'm seeing this car. Right. But now, it's flooded. The, everyone, the, like yeah. cars are like, yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, the only place you, saw, especially a little town in New England and mm. over Massachusetts, you'd wait for the new road and track, and there would be a Cobra. Like, I mean, the image of Carroll Shelby standing with the GT350 Mustang. Mm. The Ford mm-hmm. Cobra and the GT40, and he's standing like that. Oh, yeah. it's, it's burned in your mind because that was the only place I saw it, and it was in color. Yep, right. You know, you didn't. <laughs> right. You didn't really. Uh, you know, in my neighborhood, anything with less than four doors might as well be a Ferrari. You just <laughs> didn't see. Yeah. Interesting something. It was the kind of thing where people go, last night a Cobra drove through the McDonald's. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. you hang around till 10, then it'll 10.30, yeah. it drives. Oh, and you just wanted to see it because yeah. you didn't see. Right. You had to wait to the next issue of yeah. Road and Track to see what the <laughs> next year's cars are going to look like. Yeah. Now you just go on the internet and see whatever you want. Right, exactly. well, and, and I think that's a, it's a good point you make, Jay, because... Um, I think everything is flooded now. And we had a car here this weekend, the Dodge uh, Charger Electric Concept. Right. Mm-hmm. It's cool. gotten some slack online, but people haven't seen it in person. It's that thing rolled into the gathering. It, the beautiful. lines on that car are absolutely pure. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It, it's a fantastic car. And I think people are seeing cars online. Like we were talking about the new uh, M2, the new BMWs. People see them online. Okay, well, it's not my thing. You see it in person. It's a yeah. bit different. And this Charger, right. I think, is a great example of that. People need to experience these things in person. They're yeah. getting too used to just seeing pictures on a small cell phone screen. And then in front of their making face. a decision. Making decisions, and that's it. It's, yeah. Well, that's, that's, the last that's kind of how I think everything is. Now it's like, it's, sad. Yes, it's yes or no. And it's, it's sad. quick because yeah. our attention is. People aren't experiencing it, they're just seeing it on a screen. What, <laughs> what do you think of the electrification of the Charger? Well, that's where it's going, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing. If. Do you want to win the race or not? Mm, yeah. Okay. I mean, flathead engines were the engine to have. Of course. And then overhead valves came out. And then they had a separate category for flatheads because they were just that much slower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you had the fastest slow car. Yeah. yeah. You know, now yeah. you put an electric car against, I mean, a Tesla Plaid at 130000 will blow the doors off of a Bugatti Chiron yep. at three and a half, four million dollars. Yep. yep. They go, okay, what do you, do you want to win the race? Yeah. Or you yeah. just want to make noise? Or what do yeah. you want to do? You know, and so uh, that, I mean, that's where it's going. Yeah. I mean, I find the absence of noise as fascinating as the noise. The mm-hmm. idea that, yeah. and, and you're, you're in the next place already. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's pretty amazing. It'll be interesting to see in the future where the noise still has the effect on people that it has you know the announcing that you're coming and cops mm. see you yeah. at a time and and the whole thing um I, I think the gas car will be around here at least for another 50 years oh, for sure yeah uh, and you know who knows nobody can predict the future i mean when i was a kid uh i remember a guy from bell telephone came to our school when I was in the fifth grade he said by the time you people are adults 
you will never be more than one mile from a telephone, no matter where you go in the United States. <laughs> if you're in the desert, if you're in, in the mountains, there'll be a phone within one mile. I say, oh, that seems impossible. <laughs> the idea that you would carry around all the knowledge of the world in your hand, yep. yeah. it didn't even seem... Yep. Even the communicator on uh, Star Trek sure. couldn't do what an iPhone right. did. They yeah. couldn't predict that. It, right. it was a two-way radio and whatever else it might be. You know, So... Yeah. I think if you see a breakthrough in synthetic fuel, then all bets are off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the internal combustion engine now is really sophisticated, mm -hmm. and it's really efficient. Well, it's and more it's, efficient than it's ever been. Right, right. and it's really good. I mean, I, I remember a good example, and I hate these movies, the Fast and the Furious movies. Uh, there's a Honda Accord or Civic, whatever it is, and he races against the Dodge Charger with the supercharger sticking out of the hood. <laughs> I thought, well, that's ridiculous. But I'm like, no, they are getting 1,000 horsepower yeah. Yeah. out of 1.5 liter now. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I just missed that. Yes. You know, and I went, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and it, it, it's a new world. And it's, I, well, it's interesting because these internal questions are so good. These cars are just simple tools of our life. You get in the car, you push the button, and it's basically driving you down the road. And I applaud Dodge um, with this new electric car, this electric charger, for bringing the fun back into it. It's an electric car, but it's not just a tool right, of your right. life. Yeah. It's exciting, it's thrilling. Yeah. And well, I hope that we car. continue to follow this theme as you know years go yeah. by. You know? I mean, the thing about America is we don't change our habits. We just adapt to it. Yeah. You know, smoking is bad for you. Uh, okay, let's vape. No, that's bad. Uh, you know, so I, that's what, it, it, it just makes me laugh. Yeah. Like, I'm not a Hummer guy. I always hated the Hummers, that rolling coal idea, mm -hmm. big, you know, multi-ton thing going down the road, blowing smoke. Yeah, it, I, and then the electric Hummer came out, and oh, yeah. I mean, all those problems. Yeah. yeah. I remember driving one. I was in the desert. Mm -hmm. We were testing it. And a deer... I saw a deer and it just moved its, it <laughs> just watched afraid. me go by yeah, and didn't run away. Yeah, and I went, oh, because all you hear was the yep. crunching of the, uh, the, you know, the straw or the grass under your feet or whatever it might be. And the other thing was, I'm in this Hummer and I can hear some dirt bikes ringing, wait, <laughs> I can't see them. But if this was a Hummer I was driving, you wouldn't have heard them. I wouldn't have heard them. Yeah. I was like, what's all that noise? And I went, <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. the noise is. Yeah. I can't even see where these bikes are, but I can hear them. Yeah. And I went, maybe that's the future of a yeah. quieter world, you know. Yeah. Because it's a, to us, the sound is exciting. To someone who's not a car person, it's annoying. annoying yeah. yeah. So it's if you grow up with speed as just speed for itself, you know, speed is the only new sensation of the 20th century. Mm. If you put a, 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 a couple of month old baby on the hood of a car and goes 70, <laughs> Kids laughing and smiling. You put them in a room and turn out the light, they cry. Why is that? There's some inherent fear of darkness. Yeah. yeah. But there's no inherent fear of speed because it's too new to be ingrained. Mm. In, you know what I'm saying? The idea that that's why people drive to 150 miles an hour on the road. The, the, it's exciting. There's no fear of speed because. Now, someone who's been in an accident yeah. or has been Different injured, story. oh boy, yeah. they yeah, know yeah, yeah. I'm not doing that. I yeah. broke my leg or whatever it might be. But it's not it's not genetic mm -hmm. you know darkness is gen for some reason yeah. why are we scared when the lights go out 
I don't know, but we are. Yeah, well, we got to eat. We got to find our food. We yeah, can't right, do that, right, you know? Right, but yeah, and it's the same thing with speed. So it's kind yeah. of a funny yeah. thing that way. And going back to the, yeah, going to the noise thing that you were saying, uh, when I was at Tesla, I would take on test drives. Yeah, he's was, a Tesla guy, Jay. Yeah, oh, I know. He, he knows. Okay, right. <laughs> we talking about sure. We're on the same yeah. page. And um, I would take people on test drives. First, you know, this is early on, never been in an electric car before. And they're, this car is so quiet. This car is so quiet. And I'd be like, Watch this. I turn the climate control off. Even quieter. Dead silent. Right. Yeah. And they, you know, it's, you, you can't believe how much these little ambient noises make in an electric car. Right. Too, right. Especially the HVAC. Hmm. Um, but going back to different sorts of, you know, we have the electric car, we have internal combustion engines. One of the highlights of the Audrain Concours is the bottoms auction. Oh, and yeah. uh, there were some great cars yep. that were um, sold. And uh, you happened to pick something up. I bought the Stanley. I bought that uh, 1912 Stanley. Wow, nice. Yeah, so Uh, that's the car we took up Mount Mount Washington. I mean, steam ran the world from about 1810 to about 1911, Mm -hmm. and then internal combustion, and now you're going into electric. Um, But steam really was the mode of transportation. It was quiet. I mean, if you've never been in a steam car, they're amazingly (laughs) fast. It's an experience. There's no transmission. Yeah. Like a Stanley, your engine turns 357 revolutions per mile. That's crazy, just, isn't it? Okay, that's <laughs> this is 60 miles an hour. It's just choo, choo, choo. I mean, you, you can watch the whole thing happen. You know? Yeah. I mean, you can idle it down to three RPM. Choo, choo. That's so uh, yeah. crazy. That's cool. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it was not as efficient, but... It ran trains, it ran buildings, it ran everything. So you just move into the next generation. Yeah. So I think synthetic fuels, if somebody can develop a fuel that does not pollute, okay, then the yeah. general combustion engine is, is probably here to stay. Because that's really the only problem, isn't mm-hmm. it? I mean, it's just, it's dirty and it's expensive. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I get that idea. In a closed space, the earth, if you light a candle in a warehouse... Well, you raise the temperature of that warehouse point oh 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 one millionth of a degree. Mm-hmm. But if you put seven billion candles in the warehouse, like we have now, I think that's how many cars are in the world, something like mm-hmm. that. Wow. Um, suddenly, that, poof, it's going to get hot in that warehouse yeah. mm-hmm. because you keep adding more candles, you know. So, I, I mean, something's got to be done. You know, it's so funny because the car was the great savior of the American horse. New York used to have 60 tons of manure dumped in the street every day. Mm-hmm. 60 tons every day, manure. and it was smaller then. Model. Yeah. And, and in the summertime, like a junk man's horse, the ice man's horse, would drop dead in the street, and they'd cut the reins and leave the carcass. Ooh. And that rotting carcass would sit there for days until somebody dragged it away, and there was dysentery. And suddenly, the car comes along, blows a little puff of blue smoke in your face. Well, that's better than manure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it just seemed like, oh, I can live with this. Yeah. But now there's just way too much blue smoke. You know? Yeah. 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 And steam. New York City is still run by steam pretty much. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's still around, obviously. And it, 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 it's, it's interesting. I, I, I like steam. Uh, I find it fascinating. But you just need too many fuels. You need water. You need gas. You need oil. Yeah. You know, so. What drew you to that particular car? Well, that's the one I drove up Mount Washington. So you have history and with it. And it was, it's a replica, although it used a lot of original parts, of a, of a car that Raymond Stanley, who 
was the son of the Stanley Steamer guys. Mm. Um, his his father built for him to be mm-hmm. sort of a fast race car, you know. Uh, so that's what I find interesting about it. Yeah, there's some history to the car. I think we need like a singer steam resto mod. <laughs> yes, <a singer laughs> yeah, steam. that would be great. Yeah, that'd be cool. A lot of high quality brass and whatnot. Yeah, that's interesting. Can we work on that? That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get on that. That'd what What would younger Jay say to Jay of today with all your success and all your experience with all these cars and doing these incredible things? What, what would I say? I don't know what I would say. I never thought this would happen. I mean, I always I always liked anything that rolled, exploded, and made noise. You know, <laughs> I worked at car dealerships when I was a kid, and that was great fun. And I always thought maybe I'd do something in the car business, a salesman or something like that. But uh, what would I say? I don't know what I would say, actually. Because um, my habits haven't changed. I've always collected stuff i've always mm-hmm. i never really sold cars unless i just had to mm-hmm. you know yeah. um i've got 203 on the road now it's a little <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what i would say i, I have no idea yeah. i have no idea what i would say well it it's you know i think it's good for kids kids are loving cars i think more than ever and for me one of my main points i mean for us to be in this position like we're extremely blessed we're so thankful to be able right. to just have it do what we love yeah every single day what for a kid who's 12 or 15 wants to do something like this how, what would your advice be to just get into the world because it's not a closed door there's there's a way to get in and I work mean, with cars the way to get life. in is the way you get into any profession you know i had a friend of mine uh, he wanted to be a director and i said oh, why don't you write a letter to spielberg oh he's not giving me the <laughs> well all right if you don't think he's going to read your letter then don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I hear this all the time. We can't get a union a job. You can't get a job without being in the union. I go, that's right. It can't be done. It's impossible. Yeah. But, you know, the personal touch is the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my friend, he this is my friend's son, he wrote a letter to Steven Dorberg, and not, you know, not like a crazy letter in crayon on a paper bag. You know, I mean, stationary, nicely, easy to read, you know, the whole deal. And he got a job working for Spielberg as an yeah. assistant. Yeah. Wow. And it was like, oh. Because Spielberg read it, went, oh, it seems like a smart kid, yeah. Yeah. and he knew things. He'd seen all yeah. Spielberg's movies, and he quoted some things that he liked. And oh, okay, because everybody sees themselves in young people. Yeah, I, I mean it all the time. You know, kids come to my garage, and I give them Hot Wheels. This guy could deal with Hot Wheels, so I just oh, and, and it makes an impression on them. Yeah, you know, and and uh, so find if there's someone you admire, everybody, as I said, sees themselves in. Uh, someone else uh, uh, there was an african-american kid the other day who was huge fan of donald osborne and he came to the with, with his parents he's like nine years old and he had a donald osborne <laughs> bow tie and he looked like a young donald and then i said donald this is my new younger better looking <laughs> and people loved in the crowd but the kid was so excited because donald was his hero yeah you know yeah. Uh, uh you know prominent african-american man in the automotive business you know, and this, oh, that's who he If he, he can sing, he Donald's in trouble. Donald, <laughs> Donald, you know? and, and to me, uh, you know, we took him in, we gave him some drained hats and yeah, jacket yeah. and stuff. And uh, just a nice young man. He knew the cars, yeah. which impressed me. Yeah. I mean, any point in the next 10 years, if, I, if that kid's name comes up, I will know him and remember, right. and yeah. I will 
inquire what happened to that you know so yeah you, you just meet those people all the time but that's really what makes it worthwhile but when i brought him up on stage to meet donald the audience applauded because he was <laughs> he was the new the old donald osborne is out he's he's old he's it's tired over. let's get the new guy it's in over. Here. he's already you know, got an and office kid, people are cheering and the kid was so happy yeah i mean it was just <clears throat> fun to see yeah. a happy kid and yeah so that's I mean, that's really what yeah. makes it when yeah. those when those kind of things happen. Yeah, and and when I talk to kids, you know, like the like this young man who um, I always see around the museum. It's to me, it's not putting a tie on and just handing a resume over and you know, give me a call back. It's that's why I think these cars and coffee events that we do and the ones around the country are so popular. It's so accessible. It allows oh, kids yeah. to get in front of you, in front of other enthusiasts, yep. and say, you know, this is what I'm good at you know, think about me when, if you need help type of thing. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, I, you guys don't remember this. There used to be a TV personality, Rex trailer here in new England. He had a, a Saturday morning TV kid show and mm -hmm. he, he was a cowboy and mm -hmm. he rode a horse and all this kind of stuff, you know? And I remember he, he, um, had a thing. If you send a dollar and a self-assessed envelope, you got, you got a picture signed, you know? <laughs> I didn't have the dollar, but I wrote away for it. And he sent me a picture. Oh, when oh I God. had him on the Tonight Show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, because, he, he, you know, he befriended me, you know, and you realize, oh, you making you really make an impression on kids mm -hmm. when you talk to them about cars and things. If it's something they're interested in, you know, and it really does leave a lasting impression. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, it just makes me laugh that, you know, I brought Rex Trail and I told the story of the picture because I was so impressed that a kid would write a letter that somebody would answer. Right. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. At the end of the day, I guess we're all just car people, right? You know, we're. Is it the end of the day, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. But, yeah. you know, I, I think that's uh -huh. what it comes down to is you go to these events, you have someone like Jay Leno who's. Well, I think successful. whatever you're interested in, to meet yeah. other people who are also, it, it validates what you think. Yeah. You, you know, so. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's whether it's, it, people think it's funny when it's car people. If it's music, mm. no one thinks it's the least bit odd. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's one of the other arts, if it's painting or singing, and you like this particular musical artist or paint, oh, it's a, but with cars, people just seem generally, I mean, really, well, that's, that's odd. Yeah. That yeah. But not really. It, yeah. it's, it's just a shared interest, you know. Mm -hmm. Anything you have something in common with people. And it's always that personal connection that, that, yeah. that, that makes it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think, it's, I think it's tough that kids, a lot of kids think that today the, you know, equation is go to high school, go to college, sit down at the desk, you know, have a family and live your life. I mean, you can do whatever you want in this life and and it's but that's been the same since the last hundred years that's yeah. that's always been the way but yeah if but you, why not enjoy your life and yeah, do something you like well you know? if you make your hobby your job then it's not a job anymore right right but that's hard for a lot of people yeah. yeah yeah i mean i meet so many young people now i'm gonna be in sports broadcasting okay there are maybe 30 jobs in sports. right mm -hmm. yeah maybe there's a few more but you, I don't think you could name more than a dozen, uh, you know, commentators, mm -hmm. sports guys, you know, that that made it. Mm. And it doesn't seem like a realistic goal. So mm -hmm. to say, oh, I want to be in the car business. Yeah. It's it, it's it takes a lot. It's the same percentage wise yeah. of how many singers audition for American yeah. Idol and actually get on, or 
whatever it might be. Yeah, so. you look at the numbers. I mean, I used to play basketball, and you can tell that. Career yeah, that's ended pretty right quick. There. Yeah, it's like a, I learned that lesson pretty quick. But <laughs> yeah, you look yeah. at the you amount of kids who make it then. to the NBA. It's like one in what fourteen million. Yeah, something like know, that. So. Yeah, yeah. But, but, that always makes me laugh. Oh, hey, good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what's great with cars. I tell kids all the time, you can do this until the day you die. You can drive cars, yeah. tinker with cars, yeah. and, and yeah, do it. Exactly. I guess it is a unique you yeah. know, type of environment. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, I think, you know, tying into that with the 30 under 30 class that, that has been created through us, we, those kids who are doing it have inspired other kids to do it. I mean, yeah. we have three... Yeah separate 30 under 30 classes this year. The first year was just one. And now there are so many kids, whether it's Coleman or Jarrett and all these kids that keep coming back to build these cars, they're inspiring other kids and other young people to get involved and start building cars and tinker. And maybe that's not necessarily what everyone else is doing because of the way cars are. And it's interesting that they're collecting or using cars that maybe like the 944 or the 914 that maybe weren't as appreciated with previous generations but now our generation is taking yep. a hold of it and kind of like this young timer exhibit that we have here yep. you were joking before it looked like <laughs> the parking lot in here well, yeah yeah <laughs> well you know it's funny i remember the first time we did the 30 to 30 uh, the kid who won his parents came and they were like we you know, just had this old car. We just thought it's a phase. You'll grow out of it. But he's on. He's meeting, you know, the J.P. Morgan people and, you know, all this kind of stuff, uh, big-time sponsors. And uh, uh, the parents were stunned, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like all of a sudden, what? What, what, what is this? I mean, because they just, you know, let's face it. If your dad didn't know how to use a screwdriver, chances are you don't. Mm -hmm. You know, so the idea of kids even, like I get meet kids all the time. that I like the Porsche Turbo, and they pull me aside. Hey, Miss Lana, what what is a turbo? <laughs> well, they don't because they don't. There's no reason for your dad to work on the car on Saturday morning mm -hmm. because cars don't break anymore. Yep. Right? <clears throat> they just run, and then they don't run. Yeah. The idea of you get under the hood and you put something it's on, yeah, no, yeah, it, it, it doesn't exist. So it, it's a harder sell now. You know, I mean, I always use the example. Uh, I have a friend of mine who collects like pre 1910. Maytag washing machine motors. <laughs> because in the old days, <clears throat> the motor was alongside the agitator and it had to be attractive. So it had a lot of nickel, mm -hmm. a lot of brass. And when you started it, it was like, and you see it, there'd be an arm that would pull the agitator in the machine. And the engine was, it was just, it's like looking at the back of a watch. Yeah. It was just fascinating. And then somebody came along and said, let's put a white box over the whole thing. Well, there's no need to nickel it or polish the the copper or any of that. It it just so nobody's interested. there's no interest in washing machines because it wasn't like a watch anymore. Yeah, it was just a machine, and that's sort of where we are with the. You know, my day you open the hood, you you would you could buy like the engine dress up kit, and it would have the chrome valve covers and the chrome air cleaner, and it would say two eighty nine or four twenty seven or whatever it might be. You open the hood now, and there's a big sheet of plastic. Mm -hmm. And you pull that off, and then, oh, just this big kind of black lump that has yeah. wires going to it. But <laughs> yeah, it, that's right. it, you, don't, you don't get the sense yeah. that it's, it's alive, you know. Yeah, well, and it's interesting. With you, you have an Apple Watch on. Yeah. Um, but we know you're into watches. It's the same general thing. All you got to do right, is tell the time, watch, right? but this watch, you know, I, sometimes I wear the watch. Like, what time? 
Now I have to find a light. Yeah, give me 10 minutes. <laughs> Hold on. Can, can you see with that luminescent? <laughs> yeah. Can you see with it? You know, and the Apple Watch just does it so well. Mm -hmm. uh, well, that, see, that's an interesting analogy because the watch industry went into a huge tailspin mm. when electric watches came out because you can't beat them for accuracy. You, you can't. That's it. Especially mm -hmm. this gets it from a satellite. You don't even have to adjust that anymore. Yeah. So why why even bother with it? So then watches became, quote, men's jewelry. Men don't wear jewelry per se, but mm -hmm. they'll wear a watch that has some, you know, amazing feature and then other guy, what kind of watch? Then it shows that you've got money because it's expensive. You're interested in mechanics because it's it's a mechanical watch mm -hmm. that you have to wind. And there's a certain joy in winding a mechanical watch at bedtime you hear that you, you just hear that reassuring click as you as you wind it and the spring gets tighter and you're, okay that's enough and you you know and then it, it runs itself down again and the fact that you are the power source for it mm. if it runs down it's your fault yeah so <laughs> you become the sort of custodian of this watch yeah. just to keep it going as yep. opposed to replacing a battery every you know five years or yeah whatever. i think that relates basically to what everything we've been talking about today yeah. that, I mean, I have an Apple watch. I have a couple other nicer watches, you know, like the sports car, whatever right, you want right. to call it. But the Apple watch is such a good tool and it's my favorite watch that I wear every day. It's kind of like you have your everyday car today. Right. And then mm. you also have your sports car for the weekend and that could be your Rolex or your. Well, that's what I mean. Is. I think that's yeah. why th that's the great thing of the electric car. I'm sitting on the freeway in a 426 Hemi getting eight miles per gallon and Not polluting. No. It seems ridiculous and expensive. Plus the idea, like California, it's $7 a gallon now for yeah. gas. And every day you see that sign, seven, geez, $7. Yeah. You know, I mean, like that Dodge TRX, that big truck. Yeah. It's great. But the window sticker says it gets 12 miles per gallon. Yep. That's the best. Yeah. Uh, that's going downhill like with a, yeah. with a hunger striker, just touching it with his yeah. big toe. I mean, that's the best you're going to get is 12 miles yeah. per gallon. Yeah. So it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. So I, I, I think that your Kobe or Ferrari MG, it'll be like a recreational vehicle. Yeah. Like horses. There are more horses in America now than there were during the 1800s. Yeah, they the didn't Civil go away. War. Yeah, I mean, they're just for recreational purposes now. And people like them for their beauty and they take care of them as opposed to making them beasts of burden, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's what'll happen. You'll drive your collector car to the Cars and Coffee of Bob's yep. Big Boy on the weekend. Yep. And you commute during the week in your electric yeah. vehicle. Electric. And yeah. in the middle of Pennsylvania, what, they what, still commute on horses. And that's what I yeah. say. Everyone, <laughs> everyone asks me because I'm associated with the car museum and cars in general, and I have a Model 3, and they ask me, like, what do you think of it? I'm like, it's the best tool. that I. It's an incredible tool. Am I passionate about this car? Not really. But it's an absolute, it's perfect for me. Right. right. Yeah. And that's, that's all that matters is it's the safest car on the road. You know, I could put it on autopilot when there's traffic. And well, for new technology to succeed, it can't be equal. Yeah. It's got to be superior or else why change? Mm -hmm. Right. You know, when the Wankel engine came out, mm -hmm. it was lightweight, it was fast. Yeah. But it used oil. You had to check the oil every second, gas fill up. Uh, you know, a few things like that. And it didn't get very good mileage. Mm -hmm. Probably two miles per gallon uh, less than a, than traditional. So they were bought by enthusiasts or fans, mm -hmm. but it never really caught on because it wasn't better. The electric car didn't catch on. I remember having an EV1, one of the first General Motors mm -hmm. ones. 
and that had an 80-mile range, which means you could go maybe 40 miles, and then you have to turn around and go home because you're not yep. going to make it home. Yep. Which, you know, and like I say, electricity is like sex. People lie about it. You don't really get that. You, know, you put your foot in it, and your 80 drops to 60. I'll go, I, well, I better go home right now because I'm not going to have enough that range anxiety. Now you have Tesla and everybody else with three, four, I think Mercedes and new EQS. They, they, 500, 600. Yeah. 621 miles. So, so that's not a problem anymore. So with the electric car, it, it wins on economy, lack of maintenance and power so it, it wins in all categories and that's mm -hmm. why they're doing well yeah it's funny you say the range when people would come into the showroom and i would say you know the cars get 350 miles on a charge they say oh that's not enough uh, what if i want to drive to florida and i would say when's the last time you went to florida and they would, <laughs> and they, and they would say oh you know in in over the winter and i said how did you get there well i flew yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, right. And a giant <laughs> gas guzzling. Well, it's bird. like people when uh, they order a large pizza when they're not even that hungry because just in case, yeah, 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 they have that extra slice just in case, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you, you need to change the way people think, yeah, about and, um, you know, but um, yeah, I think that's a, that's a great point. Well, Jay, I want to thank you for coming out to the Audrain Motor. Yeah, thanks. It's always fun. I, I enjoy this event. It's fun to come here to the museum. And the, the, the exhibit changes so frequently that it's always something new when I yeah. come. Well, hopefully next time you're here, it's not a, a parking lot. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, it's interesting to me to see what other people are interested in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's because whatever, you know, we live in society. You know, when I was a kid and you watched the news, you just got the news. Now people just watch the news that they want. Yep. So they only get one point of view, which is really limiting, yeah. you know? So to me, I try to force myself to, to see what other people see in things. And sometimes I, I see it, and sometimes I'm not interested. Mm -hmm. But at least I, I try to give myself the, the reason why, why does someone like this guy? Oh, I see why that is this guy, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. I think that, that also ties into our Motor Week as well and how we kind of had an event and something for everyone and kind of like this youtube channel we have donald and then we have us three three stooges over here but um i hope you enjoyed this episode as always like and subscribe for those of you listening if you want to tune into the audrain museum network you can see this video as well as always we have plenty of more content coming your way we'll catch you in the next one Plenty of more content. <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> Plenty of more content. <laughs> Plenty. <laughs> <laughs>